everybody joining in um please excuse any little electronics or things flickering in and out um right here in south florida right now we're having really bad weather so i might be a little choppy forgive me um but i just want to thank everybody for joining us this evening we have some really great topics to jump into but before we do that definitely i have to introduce the crew on hand starting with ranting rose how you doing what's going on cool i'm chilling Cool. Um, my homeboys, D Maze, and how y'all doing this evening, guys? What's going on? Same old. Going old by the day. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us this evening. Before we move into the show, we have the disclaimer none of us on this panel are experts, but we still say. So, with that, we'll jump right into our topics for the evening. Um, and I hope every is doing well. Um, I really came up because I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about it and I'm happy that Dee actually brought it up because you're the first one on our <laughs> hot box right now. And the topic, uh, you're taking over as, as our sex expert today. And um, the title that you have is using sex to feel needed. So I'm as to where you're going to go with that and how you're going to um, bring about whatever concerns is that. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't break up when she said that part. That's how we started uh, the conversation. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, you didn't have sex to feel needed. I mean, like I said, like, First, I was saying, like, how many days out of the week should you have sex? But I guess it depends on the person and what kind of relationship y'all got. You know, um, I know a lot of people, you know, even I've been in relationships. Like, you got some women who might have a high sex drive, some don't. And a lot of them, it'd be more of a mental thing. You know what I'm saying? So one thing I don't want to do, I don't want to force sex on a woman if she's really not feeling that. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times, a lot of guys, we do that. We, mo we worry more about us, you know what I'm saying, than the woman. So that makes sense to y'all. Like, you know, um, I think it, it's more, I think it's more than just sex with women. They got to be there like mentally. And then I guess it comes later for us. Like, cause like one thing we know as men, everybody can hear me, right? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, it's easy to please a man pretty much, you know what I'm saying? But for as a woman, you know, it's more than just having sex with them. I guess that's why a lot of relationships don't work out because of that. Because most men we first get into, it's all about sex with us. You know what I'm saying? 
I even met some women. They be like, well, you know, it ain't all about sex with me. I want to get to know you first. But in the beginning, we ain't trying to get to know you like that. We just trying to have fun. And if it works, it works. And, you know, we just go from there. That make any sense to y'all? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I'm coming out for you know what they, I'm saying who's yeah. more logical when it comes to sex and women's more emotional when it comes to sex exactly and then like I said that, that plays a big part in as far as when you you know what I'm saying when you're in a relationship like okay like I know a woman told me she said I can I can be in a relationship I really don't have to have sex like that you know what I'm saying she said maybe like she said twice a week maybe I'm like damn twice a week uh I got at least I gotta at least get it at least four days, and that's probably a couple times that one day. But if I if I'm really yeah, to um people using sex to feel needed. Uh, just from a woman's uh, standpoint, because I, I I don't think from I think that'd be more on the woman than the man. I would so think you that. Don't think men um use sex to feel needed. It all depends like how, probably how he was raised. Like, you know, he might have been in a, his 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 upbringing might have been a little different. You know what I'm saying? He might have been he, he, we can go a little deeper. He might have been abused or something. Like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? They think they had to have sex, you know. To be what needed. do you think? Who? Rose. Oh. I don't know. Rose. Rose, how you feel about that? You're you need to. <laughs> yourself you know i was i was muting because there's fireworks going on behind oh you know? mm -hmm. yeah same here yeah okay so um no i i'm since he said that guys don't really want to like you know be with you like that <laughs> is that where women will feel that they're not wanted because men are not expressing how they want to be with her and this mm. is where the women feel like hmm. well, they're I not say, wanted. I would say that should be something you should discuss when y'all first. If you see the thing, if you just had, if you just being fuck buddies, or you trying to be in a relationship, I think a lot of times we get we'll get with somebody, and women, most women, they want a relationship. They looking for a relationship. Men's, you know, we kind of like we trying to find certain a certain woman, you know, to kind of you know, but. Yeah, I think that's something you should be addressed when you first even just, just talking and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you're going to be serious or not, you should address that anyway. There ain't nobody talking about sex before they have it. Nobody. Nobody. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's no, no. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't mess with women. There's a new generation out here now. You know what I mean? Yeah. They definitely talking about sex before but they I'm saying, have like, but everybody, you so you saying nobody want to talk about sex before they actually do it? You think they just go and do it? I don't think I've had one conversation with a man about sex before I had sex with him. Wow, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting pictures. I'm, I'm getting pictures sent and all kind of shit. You know, like hey, we can make this going like in a flirty way, like metaphoric way. I mean, what yeah. conversation are we gonna have? We're both adults. You already know that we're both sexually active. Yeah, I want to know, like, do you get head or, you know, what's your favorite position? And, you know, oh. do you sloppy toppy or, you know? What are you talking about? Uh, it looks like that, Rose. You know damn well what that is. <laughs> you guys are talking about pertaining to the topic, but, no, nobody, saying, but nobody's having a philosophical conversation about sex. That doesn't happen. What, what, 
before you have sex, you should not about having. I mean, you got to have some kind of conversation about it before you even, you know. Yeah, but that's pillow talk. I'm talking about according She's to talking this. About meaningful, like, like, you know, do you think we should weigh? You know, how do you feel? Are you comfortable? That ain't nobody have conversation. <laughs> that's like that's like having that sex talk with your parents. Like, let me tell you about the birds and bees, son. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what, are you talking about having pillow talk? which is sexual conversation, of course, but nobody's yeah. having the real conversations that they should be having before having sex. Yeah, I guess I agree and with that. And nobody's having conversations after they have sex either. Exactly. So- yeah, I, guess so I, I, I guess I can go with that, yeah. <laughs> right, so I, I'm, I mean, based off of your two topics, you, you have one where the original uh, yeah. was, how many times should we, should, what was that? should people be having sex? No, I'm saying like you said it is should people have sex to be needed, feel needed. So I just think I would think a woman probably would do that more than a man. That's what I'm saying. Like a guy don't really it's not a big deal with him like that. A man okay. look, a, a man's want to make a woman feel good regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like so long as she don't be um complaining. <laughs> what you think say Nikki? No, I'm just saying, um, no, I lost her and I thought we said. Now, what would that woman be complaining about? I think it depends on their past. Honestly, truthfully, so I think it depends, like you said, uh, it could be some things dealing with their past. Because some people feel like in order to feel love, it is got it has to revolve around sex. You know what I mean? Some people have been raped. Some people have been, you know. Exactly. I mean, it's, some, it's a stigmatism time, big trauma or something. I just really depends on the person's their upbringing or their past situation through life. You know what I mean? Some people feel like, it's not, it's a necessity. It's not that important. Some people really feel like it's more important. Sometimes you can have a conversation and buy and do things for a person. They don't mean they understand that love unless it's some kind of physical connection there. Then they feel like if I do this, do like, you got some people like, okay, let me say, you got some people that feel like order way to keep a person is sex. Exactly. So they use sex to tap you in to get you to stay. And sometimes that's not the case. Cause they feel like, well, if I do this for this person, you know, they, they may, may not stay. But if I know if I give them this, I got them. But won't that damage okay, a person so you, more? So you you just mentioned how there are some women and, and mm -hmm. men um, that had sexual trauma. How would you uncover or discover someone that's having sexual trauma? Because a lot of times men tend to overlook that. Yeah. So... How how do you know as a man that a woman is comfortable? How do you know that she has the past? And how would you deal with a woman that had that that is, that experienced sexual trauma? Nikki, what's up? So when 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 D say when D say men don't really care about I'm, you know all of that, I think, I think that's very is, important I, that you had I that conversation. Rose, really, I really, really, I think it depends on the maturity of the man. Cause some dudes like really, it's not about the sex. You know what I mean? Some dudes really just want to get to know the person. You know what I mean? Sometimes some sit down, they tell you situation they go through, and it's like they take into consideration. You know what I mean? Some people like yeah. they listen to you, but I ain't gonna say they listen. They hear you, but in the, the day they still like I'm just trying to fuck. You know what I mean? But you got some people like, hey, you know what I mean? I, I really dig this person, so it's bigger than just a sexual thing. You know what I mean? I get where you're coming from, but let's figure this out together. And I will say. Yeah. The thing bothering bothering some to me is that people pick and choose when to make sex relevant and make sex irrelevant. And mm. at the end of the day, it's all relevant in all situations. So it's like, 
to downplay it when it's like, okay, no, it's not a big deal to get it. It is a big deal. It may not be, it may, it, it just it has to be done in a certain way for the person who want it from. But to diminish sex and make it feel like, okay, nah, it's cool. I just want to get to know you. It's cool to want to get to know me and have sex with me too at the same time. Like, that's okay. Like, that's yeah. a natural part of who we are as human beings. So it's always frustrating to me how people try to diminish sex when it's time and then to make it really important when it's time where in fact it's important the whole time it's just mm -hmm. about the approach it's about the communication and it's also about what to onto rose's um sentiment um she asked if woman has had sexual trauma is really this is where women kind of lose the ball when it comes to men stop expecting men to guess a lot of your shit so you if you know issues with sex and you all start to have these certain type of conversations this is where you kind of slide those things in there and that will give an indication to a man like okay so i'm hearing some things that she might be having some issues with so that will give a cue to whether to say chill a little bit let me not put too much pressure on her sexually and let her feel more comfortable to me or if it's okay for him to go ahead and pursue his natural urges which is to be sexually interactive with her. But I, I okay, D, you, D, what would your what would your answer be? Yeah, because I want to hear. What would your answer be if the woman was to tell you that she experienced sexual trauma? Would you say I'm not that guy, or would you no, um, take your time? Actually, I take my time. Actually, I dealt with. A couple. I put it like this. <laughs> it's funny you said that. Most, Some guys most, would brush that under the eye. I, I yeah, yeah exactly. But majority of girls I've been with, I've been molested. Or, or 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 been raped or something like that. Yeah, even somebody own family member. So I, I'm that type of dude. I, I gotta talk, especially as a black woman too. I gotta be more, um, you know, I gotta watch what I say and what I do. So I wouldn't just brush it off like that. Yeah, I talk to. I'll be a friend. Sometimes they need somebody to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like they they dealing with different guys. Like one girl told me she just hell six guys. That's all she that's all she know because you know because she got raped by her uncle and like her brother. I think her had brother. So that's all she thought that men. You know, wanted and stuff. So I like, wow. I, you know, I ain't even mess with her. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt so bad for her. So now, nah, I, 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 was the fact that she had sexual trauma a turn off? No, it wasn't a turn off. It just because I, I mean, she already been abused. I mean, she already been damaged. You know, she, you know, you I know. want, I want to lead her on, thinking that you know, as, as a woman, like, and that's the thing that men, men need to understand. Like, you know, think about it. If she's had traumatizing sexual experiences backing away from her because she exposed that is the opposite of what she needs no what no she, no i, I talked to her. i'm still her friend but i don't really like want to push up on her like that to having a great sexual experience so i think the natural inclination for a man is to be like damn i don't want to traumatize her no if you if you're coming from a pure and an organic you should want to step up and show her that there's a different side to set. Exactly. I mean, I don't have to say with women who have, but I'm just saying this particular woman, she's just been, she was just then she just got in so many crazy relationships and you know, all kind of stuff going on with her. But I have had to say with women who have been a whole, you know, we need to understand that every single person has come from trauma from some past relationship. Yeah. And at some point you're going to have to be able to assess who you're really trying to get involved with and be willing to help through some of the past. So it's 
it takes two things. It takes for a person to be honest, transparent about some of the issues that they have themselves and say, look, this is what I'm dealing with. I need your help. Okay. And then it's the person who's coming to to be like, okay, I'm willing to deal with that. And yes, I will help you. Or no, listen, that's just a little bit too much for me and move forward. I think if mm-hmm. most people I think most people were honest, especially when it came to sex and time, they were mm. being transferred from person to person. And then plus you remember guys, a lot of guys been molested too when they young, you know what I'm saying? Right. And they messed them up too. So they just the ladies. So you know it's not a lot of time we forget about that. Right. Yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even like how you said it like that. You like, no, you say about that, huh? like, should I share a story with them? Like, no, nah. go ahead. Go ahead. I'll try to be as translucent as I possibly. Okay, so that I was talking to a couple of years ago, <clears throat> experienced um sexual, um you know, being, you know, molested as, as a young man. And I'm not going to say by who, if it was a male or female, but he was sexually molested as a man growing up and, um, you know, went through a period of um, trying to figure out who he was sexually. So he was being with me on this situation. I could not deal with what partaked in. Even after he got married, he got with a woman, some of the things that they were doing as a couple was just for me, like, hmm, no. <laughs> Not judging, but I just knew it was something that was always going to be in the back of my head. Like, okay, um, that's something that I can't deal with. But I, I use that as, a, as an example to, I don't think we give each other enough authentic chances to make decisions on whether or not we want to deal with you or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think at some point we all use sex to feel needed because we all want to be needed. That is true. To a certain degree, yeah. I need it, want it, love, all of that stuff. So at the end of the day, that's just my personal opinion on that. All right, moving forward from that conversation. Um, so tonight (laughs) I am the politics expert. (laughs) <laughs> and um i i i'm probably gonna get a lot of backpack but eh, mm. i'm sure this is what i do um so i now talking about group economics <laughs> oh. you know i hear this word being spewed everywhere it's like everywhere on social media if if, if anybody starts to talk about black people in like the number one group economics group it's like the number one thing and so honestly when i heard the word i was like what the hell is group economics i had to go google it to find (laughs) out what and so in i'm coming from a different standpoint when we talk about group economics because y'all already know i always be coming from left field i try to clarify all boxes and i'm not in i'm not you know, talking against group economics, I want to talk about the reality of it. When you're talking to a group of people and you want us as a culture to come together to build, you're talking to 
a vast majority of people who haven't even had a basic checking account. So I feel as though sometimes we need to pull back just a little bit <laughs> and let's start with the basics of finances. Am I reaching, Rose? You're our finance expert. No, you're not reaching. You're, you're, you're just about right. You, I, the way I look at it, the way I look at it, if you're going to play the game, you need to have all the pieces to the game to be able to play successfully. You can't play with just your, just your finger or just get on by. You need to have all the resources and tools to play the game. So you're right. Right. So, I mean, you have people on certain panels who are just like, oh, let's build up the community. Let's build up da da da, da. But they haven't really built up their independent finances. They haven't even put themselves in a position to create a habit of saving, a habit of thinking five years ahead. So it's like, how do we expect us as a culture, as a together, where individually we haven't even set our own selves up yet? You know what I mean? What you think about that? Uh, whew, that's a tough one. I mean, because like you said, it's, it's, a, it's a sensitive topic. I think you really got to want it. Honestly, a lot of people talk about it, but is the fact that is you really going to stick to it? You really, you really, this is something you really want. I mean, it sounds good, and like the long standpoint of it. But in the day, like, I feel like it's really up to that person. They really want it like that. You know, I mean, it's easy to sit here and say, "Hey, I'm trying to do this. I'm saving up. I want to invest, and this is a good idea." But then when you get your money, some people are like, "I'm gonna wait later on. I'm trying to do this right now." You know, what I mean, most people are thinking about it now. You know, what I mean, a lot of people don't really foresee the future because they, my friend, is like, "You only live today." You know, I don't know I might be tomorrow. And with that type of that type of mind frame, man, it's like a, it's, it's a negative, you know, setback because it's like you're not really seeing the positive of what could be. What if you do make it to the mall? Then then what? What you gonna do? You know, you spend all the day, then you ain't gonna have nothing for the mall. Then you gonna be like, hey, can I hold this? Can I borrow this? And people gonna be like, well, then you just had this, you know what I mean? Then what you do with your end, you know what I mean? So we that mindset, I, man. I think you know, and then I took I took some narratives because I did post this question. And I and I and I gave two examples. I was like, one, take a lot of black men on child support. A lot of black men are like on past child support where they haven't even caught up to paying like regular child support. They pay like thirty thousand in back fees. So it's like when you're preaching to somebody about group economics, I can understand how somebody is like, fuck that. I got $30,000 in debt over here <laughs> and a bill every week. And you talk about group economics. So it's like, how do we, how do we distinguish or get somebody to even be able to mentally hand that they can to participate where the reality of finances do not suit that? How do you, how do you feel about that D? <laughs> you know, you, I'm glad you had me last. You know, I'm going in. Look, I, I get you coming from. Now I can go so many ways with this. You know, group economics is this: every race of people got they spend money within their own community. So everybody know that black people and like they just say the white people spend what 15, 25 percent before they spend outside of their community. You know, Asian pretty much the same a little higher. Mexicans, I think, 10 to 15 percent. Black people. Um, money on the standard community three to six hours. That's group economics. You know what I'm saying? Even if you paying child support, we spend money with everybody. Y'all buy Gucci, buy George, you buy 
Prada, all that stuff. You know you can't afford that. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, you can do it because we did it before. We did it in Black Wall Street. We did it in Auburn Avenue, Harlem Renaissance. People didn't have really nothing then. They had to build. I mean, people were struggling back then. You know what I'm saying? That was depression and all that. So now black people actually make more money. Now, it's up to that man go out here and all these children and stuff. You got to be responsible. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you all going to have people paying child support. They're going to be, you know, people have bad credit, but it still should not be an excuse for us not to spend money in our community. We know every black person not going to do it, but we get a like if we have enough businesses in our community, it don't matter because people are gonna buy food, they're gonna get their hair done, they're gonna, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. You, it's, just, it's just about spending money with black people, period. It, everybody's not gonna do it, just like in every other community, but we are gonna have to do it because it's the only way we're gonna get out of this economic crisis, you know what I'm saying? We, we don't have no choice. But I get what you're saying though, I agree with you that. But men might be more responsible when they have these children, they gotta learn how to, like, like you said, you gotta take care of your house first before you try to go out and spend money, I get that part. But you know, mm -hmm. but you know, the in order for you to build wealth, you have to reduce your liabilities. You have to reduce what exactly. goes out, and exactly. you have to increase so that way you have enough money to again play the game. What exactly. we need to stop doing as a black culture, we need to we need to see what the Spanish and the Jewish people and all of them do. They don't tell their kids at eighteen years old you need to be out the house. Exactly. They keep their kids in the house. They're old enough to go get a job and put back into the house, put more income into the house. What we do is we go out and go get our own place. And the one thing you always hear, even though when I tell them, like, listen, you can move in with your family and friends. It's not, it's not, um, it's not shameful to, to be living with your mom or live with your brother or your sister. This is the way that we come together to save money. Why one person is paying $1,500 for rent when you yeah, can exactly. split that two, three, four different ways? Exactly. Bring in four adults and split it in four different ways. That's $350 a piece instead exactly. of $1,500. Now you have an extra $1,150 to go put towards whatever you need to start your own business or put a down payment on getting your own house. This is what the Mexicans do. You see yep. about four families in one little house and there's a two bedroom, one bath. Yep. They go and work. They go, they, of course they party. They drink a lot because they got yeah. enough money to do that. <laughs> exactly. They be driving drunk, but yep. they got, uh, they got <laughs> money to spend because they're saving money. But that's the one thing that we need to stop doing. Stop telling our kids that at 18 years old, you go find your own place and this and that yep. and the other, because now you're setting them up for failure. How are they going to save any money? Like Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad guy, he said, saving is for losers. Mm. You're saving your money in a bank. They only giving you 0.02% on your money that you save in a bank. You're not, you're not producing any type of compound interest. None of that. Exactly. So we need to start in lowering our liabilities. Stop going out for Gucci. Stop getting these um, 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 cars and, and putting down payments on it with our bad credit because that's where most of our money is going. You know, with all that money that's dishing out on these high interest rates that we're paying because we got bad credit, that money can go right back into our bank. And then we can use that money and invest compound interest. That's what it's all about. We need to start focusing on what we can invest in. And hey, then... Go ahead, yeah. Compound interest. Explain that, compound interest. Compound interest is when you put money into some um, into an investment account, whether it's you can do a forex, mutual funds, and what it does it every time, every day you in, you you have interest added on top of that. 
For instance, for those of you that have never done Forex, I trade Forex. If you start off with a $40 account, you can start off with $40 and you trade at 5% of that account. In 90 days, you can turn that $40 into $30,000 in 90 days. What? Just trading five, just trading 5% of your account. So every, so you start off 5%, you just increased it by a dollar in 20. Mm. And then the next mm. day you increase it by two. But every time you increase your account, you take 5% of that and trade and put the money back in without withdrawing. In 90 days, you can turn 40 to $30,000 in 90 days. Wow. That's compound interest. Wow. Me, I'm, 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 I'm sure you guys see forks all over the place. But yeah, I, my, my partner who do it. I ain't know it was a pyramid scheme and dying. It's legit. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's, it's, it's a university to learn how to trade. It's better than, okay. you know, spending $100,000 on a master's degree. You ain't going to make that kind of money. It's a skill set because this <laughs> exactly. is what banks do. Banks, exactly. banks, you banks trade our money and currents, different currencies or whatever. This is how they make their money. Wow. And, this, and and forex is a, uh, and these platforms that teach you how to do it, they just pretty much teaching you what the banks do. So, so my, a lot of people, a lot of is a lot of I, our people doing it. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of our people doing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's different ways for us to make out there, right? I get that. My whole thing is my angle from wanting to talk about this is the mindset. Okay, so take for instance, you have a mother that's been on Section 8 for majority of her life, or probably since she's been having children. She's been on food stamps probably that same amount of time, getting, getting child support that same amount of time. So you're talking about somebody who mentally hasn't grasped or tried to obtain the knowledge of how finances work. So my thing is when you Okay, when I ask the generic question, how do we fix or how do we build group economics? Now, when it goes into somebody here who lives that reality, how do we try to change that or give them a better outlook on that? Mm -hmm. now, it's, <laughs> it's a done deal. I'm sorry. Is it that you date like like Earl said? No. Like, nothing, is it one and done? One and done. One and done. Like Nikki like said, they gotta want it. They gotta yeah. want it. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how else you can talk about those. And we, we turn patient. They're not gonna want it if there's no real access or for some reason black people like this. They like we we, we, we impatient. We impatient. We don't, oh, we, don't, we, we, we got we got uh, we got we got a short attention span. Right. Yeah, okay. we impulsive shoppers. <clears throat> and they'll do it. So my thing is. How do we create something to bring it to reality to people who this is their lifestyle? It's like, I get my money like that. How do we, those are the people who we need to try to reach because those are a lot of our community. You got to make it sound fun to them too. I mean, mm -hmm. if, it's not, if it's not interested, they're not going to do it. That's it's just, it's, it's wild people, the way we wire. An age limit to where financially you're kind of like shut down. We should teach them when they grow young. That's why I said we got to change the mindset of our kids. We need to teach them about finances and stuff like that. After, after, after a couple of years of them, uh, you know, making it, this that's what they're used to. If if if, if coming out and they've been struggling and then the trial and error and they just mastered struggling and getting by, 
it's going to be hard for you to get them out of that mindset. They got to say that they're tired of doing this and they want something different. But if they're, if they're comfortable what they're doing, they're comfortable. They got to get uncomfortable. That's, that's the only way that they can like start changing their mindset. They get uncomfortable in their current situation. Yep. Facts. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's a yeah. All right. Yeah. But that's what Asians do. That's what Asians do. They train their kids when they young out the womb. You know what I mean? They already mm-hmm. they, they take all the business. Early. That is so true. All right, Nookie, we coming up to you. Um, and like I was saying off air, I'm like really excited to, to hear your thoughts on this conversation. I feel like it's so needed. And um, you're our relationship expert for this evening. And your topic mm. is um about self-love and awareness and the key words from, and usually use which is i'm good <laughs> so, so <I> can't... <laughs> welcome, welcome to dr nuki's corners real quick and, um, back, y'all. <laughs> now um self-love you know what i mean like people have like a seven-step program they do for self-love to call the seven-step prescription the first one is be mindful you know what i mean become mindful of who you are as a person understand your feelings your wants and needs and distinguish each each category you know what i mean um be like you said be mindful act with their knowledge rather than you know just, just impulsive another one says like you know act <clears throat> sorry little <laughs> but now that like you no know, practice good self-care you know what i mean set boundaries um, like I said, be knowledgeable, uh, protect yourself, forgive yourself, live inten- intentionally. Um, there's like one of the seven prescriptions. Each one of them have a different um, category, but also they also describe the different steps in each other. But there is, I think when it comes to self-love, you just got to be aware of who you are. You know what I mean? Understand like at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, this is who you is. Like when you look yourself in the mirror, what do you see? You know what I mean? Some people put like the post-its up. Some people do little things and, you know, to remind them, you know what I mean? Because they feel like seeing things, it programs the mind to make them believe things. Some people tell them, tell, you know, constantly through the day, tell themselves things, you know what I mean? The embedded in their mind. So, you know, you got to really just believe in who you are because whoever you is, is really going to affect the world around you. And it also is going to affect your ability to grow and how you see things perspective. It's like what we were talking yesterday, like you said, like, um, did Gregory when he was doing his like what 30 day fasting, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and then it helps him reset itself. So now he see the world differently. You know what I mean? The senses heightened, you know what I mean? Everything around him became more clear versus the people who just live, 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 you know what I mean? And don't, you know what I mean? Don't pay attention to the world around, they miss out on a lot of opportunities. So it's like they find it to try to find itself in other people's or other situations and forever be lost. So with self-love, it's like, you know, it's just a self-guidance. You know what I mean? Like, I got a tattoo on my, my neck, self-love. So, you know, it starts with self. Right. I, when you were, when you talked about, when you came up with the um, slogan, I'm good, that is normally something men do say a Like, even if they're upset, why do you think that is their to-go-to phrase versus initially opening up? I think it's kind of like, um, I don't say it's a coward way of not, you know what I mean, handling the situation. It's just kind of like trying to die certain bullets that you not really want to take it there or you don't really want to argue about it. So sometimes yeah. like- It's because they're fully not aware of where they're, how they're feeling in the moment and they don't know how to express that, it. That could be it too, most times. Cause like you said, like the mind be running so rapidly, it's like, you know, you running 
your mind's running one way, but your emotions are so totally different. So it's, it's never like gonna be on the same track. So sometimes it's like you kind of find that little clutch in the middle that kind of just like give you that moment. It's like when you when you're young, your parents have to call your name. First thing you say is, huh? You know what I mean? It's kind of almost like I'm good. It's almost the same thing. You know what I mean? It gives yeah. you time to set or get you, you know, mentally ready because sometimes when you're in the middle of a situation, you don't know what angle anything will come at you with. Sometimes you can get overwhelmed, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like you can't think as fast as your emotions can build. So it's like, yo, I'm just good. I'm good. You know what I mean? It's like a fallback. Yep. Emails and we're normally on the end of that. You I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, when we hear a man say, I'm good. How is that translating to a woman? Oh, I would say it probably translate fucked up to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you we not here, you know what I mean? What so mean, how does that translate to you? It, like if if you're you and your man having an issue huh? and you know <laughs> that's the rose, that's where the rose is because I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh. if um you and your man were having an issue. And you're like, hey, babe, whatever, blah, 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 what's wrong? And he says, I'm good. How is that trans? I want them to understand how that. That means I'm good and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bump, what bump, whatever you say, I'm good. You should get over it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. But, <laughs> I think guys need to understand like if a woman for a woman that's a complete shutdown like mm -hmm. that's you shutting her out i just want y'all to know that that's what it what well, when we say we good regardless mm -hmm. a legit reason why you may not want to express yourself at that moment i'm just going to keep it 100 when you say i'm good it translates two things one i don't feel like talking about it and i don't want to talk about it with you <laughs> yeah but you know what I, I i i feel you on that that's something like i guess if, if a guy like say i hate to use the word baby mama i hate that word but like that's something a guy might say to his baby mama he know that he can't he just can't never see eye to eye on something i'm good you don't want to hear that but if i'm in a relationship with a woman i'm not gonna do that now because i i know it's in the past and i do that you know the relationship don't last but now i'm like if me and my woman having any kind of issues and stuff, we might like sit 10, 15 minutes but before the night over, we're going to talk about like, look, let's sit down, let's talk about this. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to sleep on that. You know what I'm saying? You need to kind of resolve that problem like then and there. That's my opinion. That's how I do things. I, will, I mean, my suggestion would be like, even if you don't want to talk about it with your woman at that moment, just give me a minute to process it so I can exactly, be able yeah. exactly. to communicate it properly. If you, you know, say... I'm pretty sure she will back the hell down and be like, all right, let me wait. And, and, and I'll tell you another thing y'all don't like. Hey, nigga, you know how you be, you know, a woman try to argue with you and stuff, and you be like, mm -hmm. okay, you just agree with her just so she'll shut the hell up. Like, <laughs> you, yeah, you're right, you're right. I know the women don't like that. You know what I'm saying? But that's another thing, like, I'm good. It's that when we say, okay, okay, so agree to everything. No, you know, but like. you know what? But you know what? You guys do it at the wrong time, though. Once really? she try to make a point, and you ain't let her finish her point and you said, all right, what is, yeah. what are you all right and about? And okay and about, you you ain't let her finish her point. Yeah. So it's almost like you cut her off and say, okay. Yeah. That, hey. You do it at the wrong time. You just yeah, do it right. at the wrong time. It, it, you right. gotta be, you gotta time it right. <laughs> Damn, it's well, thanks for that, that info. <laughs> it probably it differently because I'm 
basically like a shutdown. It's like old conversation. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, that's the majority of women. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes that can prolong an argument unnecessarily. It does. Mm-hmm. But um, thinking about awareness, how do y'all feel about self-love and awareness? Because I know we heard from Mickey's standpoint. So how do y'all, because I know we, this is under the relationship topic and I love that it's under the relationship topic because I feel like a lot of times when we hear the word relationship, we're always including someone else. Whereas the most important relationship I feel is the one that you feel. Mm-hmm. So how do y'all feel about this self-love and awareness as it as it correlates with relationships with yourself? It's, it's, it's important that you have self-love. Um, and, and we don't have to emphasize the word love. It's just, you know, you have to take care of yourself. Um, and two, when you have self-awareness um, and when you know yourself, it, it's easier for you to um, understand others as well. Because then you can, if you understand your, uh, yourself to the intricate, you know, complex part of you, you'll be able to understand that from someone else. So that way, if you know there are things that bother you, it will reflect onto the other person as well that you will understand that person very well. And two, if you have self-love with, uh, within yourself, you'll be able to um, um, not accept BS because you knowing you, you know that you are well-deserving. So if anyone treats you any less than how you love yourself, then it's much easier for you to say, you know what, this relationship ain't mine, it's not deserving of me, is, is, is outside of my energy, I don't got time for that. But so you pick the right people based on how you love yourself. You know, I, I kind of want to slide this topic in under here because I heard a lot of people really making light of this situation um, of that young lady who, who had the kids in car and like tried to run the car off the road car over a married man and stuff like that. Have you heard that story this week? Mm-mm. No. Wow. Yeah. No, I heard it. He tried to kill her. Um, to kill herself and her kids um when she was dealing with the man that she was dealing with who was married. Hmm. And a lot of people were just like, oh, how you gonna kill yourself over how you gonna try to kill you and your kids over a, a, a married man? That's crazy. People need to understand it's like so easy to sit back and do the obvious, which is judge off rip. I think as our culture, we don't take it seriously enough that we have mental illness that runs within our culture. Like we have mental health issues. So, you know, rather than sit back and judge this lady's obviously careless decision, is it, I always like to try to look at the full picture of the span of the, because we don't know the full story. You know what I mean? I can sit here and come up with great box office backstory to either get you to agree or to be empathetic or to be angry or to be sad or to be happy with anything her decision that she made. So with that being said, the reason why I decided to I want to slide <sighs> is because it is important to have self-love. It is important to have awareness. But it's also important to have support. Like, I think 
we as a society, and I've posted something on this, where we will sit back and we will have this idea that someone may or may not be okay and not even try to address it. So it's like, as a culture, yes, we do need to contain our mental, uh, mental illness, but we also need to come together as a community, not to just depend on Facebook, see somebody posting all day, or you see somebody posting where they eat and where they're going, but to actually pick up the phone, text or call, say, hey, how you doing today? You okay today? <clears throat> if if somebody had reached out to her in that moment before she decided to get into the car just to have a conversation, that could have been an olive branch that led her to not making that foul decision. Exactly. True. True. You know I think I mean? this people and you know uh, most people. Well, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. First off, you should love yourself. A lot of people don't even know who they really are anyway. You know what I'm saying? You, some people, right. people, some people rush into relationships, but they don't even like. First, you need to find peace with yourself. Get to know who you, what you really want in life. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and you try to you want to match your energy with somebody on the same level. You know what I'm saying? I, that's always important to me. Um, like you were saying about. The lady who did that, you know, did she kill herself? She she killed it. She killed herself and the kids. But she did like run off the road or whatever. Okay. See, a lot of times that's one thing I do in my organization. We do we believe in like it's a lot of mental. We got a lot of a lot of our people got mental illness. You know, like they you know they got a lot of problems going on. Like it can be going on through like growing up. So let me say you get molested or something else. Something else kind of happened to them. But we need it. We need to come together as a community and talk to like certain people. Let them know you got a friend. You know what I'm saying? You need to really talk to somebody. I tell people all the time. I've been on Facebook and folks be. You ever notice on Facebook you have people sit putting certain stuff? They'll, they'll post something, letting you know they, they call for help. But you be thinking they just out there BSing around like always oh, saying something. Be like, man, I'm 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 I'm, I'm I, this is a bad day or this is like I'm going through so much right now. And I I, I inboxing like, hey, you know how you doing? On, on this panel alone. And this is for real, real. Not not including the people that your your significant others, because now I'm the only single person on here. Thanks. <laughs> um, when's the last time that you randomly picked up the phone to check on somebody, not asking for nothing, just say, "Hey." How A week you ago. Doing? A week ago. Today. You did. A week ago, mm -hmm. I did. I'm nobody. always checking up on people. Nobody check up on me though. Yeah, I always, I always check. Yeah. People, people always think I'm too strong. I'm good. I need strong to be black women. Strong black women. <laughs> Even though we strong black women, we still want to be checked on. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I know, I know, and I, and I, you, you know, know. That's the biggest misconception. Like people will be like, "Oh, well, I kind of picked up that you were okay or not okay." Well, if you picked up that I was. <sighs> Hey, check up on me. <laughs> True. Exactly. True. You know what I mean? We need to get out of this habit of depending on um depending <laughs> on social media to take the responsibility of checking up on one another. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I challenge everybody out there in social media world. I challenge everyone for the whole month doing July. Every day, randomly, just scroll through your phone. I'm just send a text or a call. I just mm -hmm. want to 
make sure you're okay. I try, that's my challenge for the month of July. Mm. I think we stop relying on social media to take our place on checking on people. You know, one of my pet peeves what? is when I'm always the one checking up on somebody. And then when I don't check up on them, they always say, Rose, why haven't I heard from you? I'm like, you could have picked up the phone and check up on me. And they get mad at you. Because they used to you doing all the work. They used to you doing all of it. So they feel like they ain't got to do it because that's what you normally do. So they, 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 they say they rely on you to do it. It's a two-way street. We're gonna, I'm going to create like a link or something on our fan page um, where we do that challenge. Um, check up on a friend challenge. I'll call it something real cute. But I want everybody at least once a day, every day for the whole month of July to randomly text or call. Hey, I'm just checking up on you. Are you okay? Because yeah. I think if we make it a habit, that is a part of healing our community. People don't understand that. That is mm -hmm. a part of We want to jump from A to F where we're skipping everything in between. B, C, D, mm -hmm. happen. You know, we can't yeah. jump all the way to the end. I feel like that, like I said before in a couple of lives, we have a lot of things to work on as a community. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. we are at a limited time. We don't have the luxury to say, okay, we're going to just focus on we this. We to work on at a lot of, at, at, at the same time. Right. Exactly. I feel like this is a part of it. Nikki, this is your, your topic. So you have any endings on that? Honestly, at the end of the day, I see when you look at yourself in the mirror, just be conscious about who you are, how you start your day, your first your first perception of yourself. Because you actually is the initiation of how your day is going to start and how your day is going to end. So be have a clear conscience about moving forward. Always stay positive. Stay up. No matter what goes on around you, stay true to who you are and try to reserve your energy as much as possible. Never let nobody try to take you out your zone, regardless how bad they try. At the end of the day, you have control of your own destiny, your own will, not nobody else. Dope. Love <laughs> I have somebody, Mike, um, Mike Brown says, um, challenge accepted. Good job, Mike. When we go ahead and put the link. That's, that's um, what's up. Sign on. Love it. Can you drop a petition, Rose? <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing, though. We, and we should look out for each other, too, in our community. We, we, need to, we all need to find somebody we can always check up on, like an elder or, you know, a single mother or somebody like that even. You know. All right, so moving on, moving on to the last. Um, well, not last topic, but to our next topic. Rose is our news anchor person tonight. And um, you're going to talk about like one or two things, COVID and the future of our education, being that we're in this whole tournament. It kind of inter interlock these conversations. Yeah, we, yeah. The future of our education is because of what we're doing with the, going through with the pandemic. So I'm going to let you that. Yeah. So, um, well, you brought it to my attention, um, Shayna, that we are voting on um, the way the new school system is going to play, whether you want to attend school full-time, online, and what's the other option? It's um, four things that we're voting on. It's um, if you're going to do virtual learning online full-time, which was what we were doing from March to the end of school year e-learning is more of like people for upper degrees 
So they're going to be doing basically all their degrees and stuff like that online. The wow. third option in voting is um, partial online. So it's like they may go to school maybe two times a week or three times a week and then do the rest at home. And then the other one is um, fully back in school. So those are like the four voting options. <laughs> To the new I'm world. for it. I'm for it, and then I'm not for it. I'm on. I'm. I'm for it because you know less distraction. You know, you're not distracted um, with you know other children that mm -hmm. that would uh, disrupt the class and things like that. Um, I guess less less um, students that the. Um, less students that the teacher has to take care of. So that would help with that. And I guess more time with uh, their parents. But then I'm not for it because then a lot of women or a lot of um, men are not in position to stay home. You know, both parents work or yeah, um, they're yeah. from a single family home. So what do you do with those, right? What do you do with those parents that cannot um, be home, but it may create job opportunities for tutors or for teachers, more teachers to be at home at, you know, come to, you know, come to your home. Okay. Being that, uh, I, being that I am in the educational field, I'm going to tell you, no, I don't want, no. to, <laughs> I want everybody to go back to school and I'm going to tell you why, because hmm. it so much pressure on teachers. Exactly, that's what I thought. It puts so much pressure on us because y'all don't even understand that short little time of being home between March and June when school mm -hmm. I'm just going to give my personal experience because I still had to do a job where I had to communicate with parents. Okay, you have to understand. These parents were not aware of how to interact online. That was hell, okay? <laughs> and it's hey. trying to get somebody to understand how to go and find their letter, okay? And then in my particular situation with my four children, all of them are on a totally different level, okay? So now I move from professional to home life because so now trying to get the, the teachers and, their, and, and, and the, the parents together, that shit by itself is a whole beast. Now I'm coming home and I'm still having to figure out my own children's situation. It's a lot. And a mm -hmm. lot of people understand too, part of child development is interaction. Mm -hmm. so, okay, I'm good because I have four kids. They can, what if the only but, child? But, that also, but I, I get what you're saying. But the main thing is COVID. You got to blame it out on COVID because they're saying kids are getting young and young and it's attractive. Get us getting this stuff, so they looking at the well being of the children. Like my children, I, they say they're gonna stay home. I just feel as though if we decide to go full time, but it's not it's not gonna work. I I I'm not gonna, gonna work. I'm gonna even go as far as to say the kids who probably did graduate this year twenty got over because I'm pretty mm. between the frustration of the teachers between laptops breaking down. Um, Wi-Fi not working when it's supposed to work. They have to give a curveball. Say like, okay, even though you probably were supposed to make a D in this class because of the situation, pull you off on time. So, so everybody are, are they gaining the knowledge that they need? They gain no, because 
not if, really because even think, if your kids home what are the plans to make when they actually go when they go back to school full time are they where they're supposed to be but what about the ones who are graduated also too you know what i mean like if you at home are right, you doing it online sometimes without the right videos or right you know what i mean subjects or you know problem solving or you know practice examples or whatever sometimes they they might have questions that they need to answer right then and there because they may not get something or something might be left out because you know some of these videos they give them or these tutorials whatever is not very as detailed as if you one-on-one in the classroom because like you got them the classroom of 20 some 20 2025 kids or students or whatever like out of that percentage about what five or seven percent is going to understand their problem it's going to be like another what 30, 20, 30 is going to be in the middle. Then it's going to have the other group that really don't get it. So it's like, you know, when you're in that situation, sometimes one person can ask a question and can get answered and might, and a lot of people think about it. A lot of people might have the same question, but a lot of people not going to speak up. I need people to understand that this COVID is not just an attack on the physical well-being of people. It's an overall attack on finances, on culture, and education. Because Schools who have minimal access with kids are opening private schools. So that's a clear indication to tell you that if you cannot pay for education, your child will not get a sustainable or a great education. That's a clear divit. Like I feel like this COVID thing is giving, trying to give a clear division in the masses because you have to understand charter schools may go back public school i mean um private schools they're going back but they probably they really they're doing and their public. excuse that is because oh it's minimal with the kids that they have there okay so what about the 80 percent of the other kids that are in public school so you're telling me they have a choice to either go get a disease that can potentially kill them or stay home and not get a great education I don't think I don't think I don't think everybody going to school like that. I, don't, I think a lot of it gonna be half and half, even in private, even in private school. Parent, a lot of parents, a lot of people say their things serious. School is not a lot of these, yeah. And you know, some of these some, people, some of these parents, some of these parents don't want to get their kids out. They don't want them at the house all day while they're at work. So you know, people, yeah. it's like reality where kids that there that's the only way to get two meals a day is when they go to school. And then that part too. So you know, yeah, we we that's the sad part about that kids go to school to get the hell away from home because there's a lot of shit that's going on home. True. Well, that, one thing about one of the they get certain type of attention that they don't get from home either. You're right, and you're right too because one well, one of the uh, um one of the nonprofits we uh partnership with we, this weekend we was giving away you know free meals and stuff, but on the regular they do bridge for life. They does they they, they do they get kids who like depend on like lunch, you know, for food you know at school. They provide food for them through the week. So yeah, you're right. That's yeah, I, I didn't realize it. So many kids didn't they, to get to school. And that's sad. You know what I'm saying? What about the kids who go home and are locked in closets, who get abused, who like, you know what I mean? Like people don't understand. Like there's a whole other thing that goes beyond just being online that goes along with working with kids, especially in my field. Right. I work with special needs. How are you going to be? A lot of these parents cannot even deal with their children on a physical level. You know what I mean? I run the kids all the time. 
it's a lot of them around the kids. Like they don't time they really be around the kids during the weekend. You know what I mean? So because right. in the daytime they work, when they come home, it's pretty much chore, chore, eat. You know, make sure everything done. You got your homework check, bam, bam. All right, know how you day. Go to so bed, play game. Thing that I would urge with parents is to try to make the best decision that's conducive for your house. That's I the know. only thing I as, can say. As a kid, as a kid, I'm gonna be honest with you, as a kid, I used to stay in some 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 very distant places where the neighbors probably about another mile away. So sometimes you'd be like, I'd rather go to school just to have some comfort. Another thing that, I would, that I would try to urge parents to do is to schedule small study groups. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be mm-hmm. I mean, if you, I'm leaning towards, me personally, I'm leaning towards school. Because sometimes in school, sometimes out of school. And what I wouldn't mind doing is on the days that we're out of school, those are the days that I would schedule like a small studies group. You know what I mean? Um, let me ask this question. If all this was going on when we were growing up, would we have a problem? Mm. Hey, we, well, and we, our generation was tough. You know, our oh, generation. Our generation yeah. was not. Get yeah, your ass to school. We, see, our but like I say, y'all, make sure we don't know. This might be an agenda. I don't want to make it sound like a conspiracy theory, but it's believe me, they're taking a, they using it, they're taking advantage of this too. Certain people, so oh, yeah, um, yeah, like I told y'all about the whole thing with the fun and the cop and stuff, they even blame like with COVID and stuff, hey. yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, Did you see the thing I think it was this week or last week? You know the New York City Police Department. They, you know, doing the whole COVID situation. They, they, um, they get a, you know, was it New York, somewhere in New York City Police Department? They got, they gave like two billion dollars. You know, what? What I mean? just to fund the police department. Oh wow! Because you know, the COVID thing. I don't know if they're defunding, but damn, they giving that much. Wow! Like six, six billion dollars for a police department, so they could be funded for the COVID thing, so they could be prepared. Like, you know what you could do with six billion? Prepare to kill some more brothers. Overall, I mean, my my on this when it comes to education like i said with the parents when you vote just vote which is conducive for your house just make the best decision which was oh, best yeah. for you. hey shane yeah and also for like people watching and parents out there or new age parents or whatever level parenthood is you acting like get out there and read about the people in your community understand exactly. who you vote for i mean look up these people because only people like you said um most people only know about the president and vice president. They don't know about the local governors, the local judges, all that. Yeah. yeah, find out who yes. you're voting for. Like, do your research on these people. Just don't you know I me. Mean? Just don't be like, I'm not voting because I don't know these people. But these people that can change your community, these people that can give you law, change your laws. They can actually give you school programs, the free lunches, cut tax breaks. They also can help you with your child support. They can also, you know, what I mean, do a lot of regulation. Facts, facts. Yeah, understand your community understand who you voting for, like the sheriffs, whether the mayors or whoever on your town, your board, like look these people up, find out their back t- backgrounds because like sometimes a lot of us, we's only trained to learn this, the president part, but it's three, it's three, it's three branches in this situation. You, you know, you're only looking at that one main branch, but you got two other branches that's broken down in different groups. Understand the groups and barriers. That way some of these programs are out to help you, but see 
we don't think on that level because nobody's telling us to go out here and look these people up or these different branches or what they meant for, what they designed for. Some of these people, you know, it could it could change a lot of things in the community, especially the yep. police department or the brutality and stuff. Exactly. I agree with that. All right. So we're coming up to our time for a little bit. Um, um we're gonna move into our entertainment section. All right, so the first thing off rip, I know everybody talk about so you know we have to address it. Will and Jada. <laughs> So, who was it? I only knew a little bit about it, so I don't really, I, I, you know. But my thing is with them. I sound like an old person. But listen, <laughs> but their relationship, they from the get-go, when they start saying they swingers and they got this crazy relationship, I mean, I, what you expect? I, I mean. Really hooplaing about it. That's been the nature of. They've always had an open. Really, uh -oh. I don't give a damn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hey, okay. I was seeing just drop an album this week. You might try to get themselves up. Exactly. <laughs> and they all be caring about that. Like it's you know it's it's all for publicity to you know boost up you know. Because when I heard it, I was like, "What's the big freaking deal?" Like everybody know they had an open marriage. Like, duh. Like that's exactly. most, most of the stuff. Most of they probably talked down with their PR. They already know all this stuff before you get exactly. the internet. You know, what I mean? they, just, they, just, they just got to act accordingly. Most sometimes it may not exactly. be true. It's like I said, everybody gets something out the deal of it. But I mean, when it comes to Will and Jada, everybody has already known they always had an open relationship. Yeah, but we like the Dwayne Martin situation and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, we heard about him. <laughs> when he was filming for um Aladdin, he had his girlfriend with him. So I mean, like, what's the big deal? Everybody. Yeah. Hey, who? Who? Jada and Will are just making money together. That's all they care about. And they have chillings. They grow. Children grown. So. I mean, how do y'all feel? Do you, how do y'all feel about open marriage? Listen with that. Uh, nah, 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 nah. I ain't doing it. <laughs> nah. Hey. Why not? One way. Put it away. If I didn't have kids, <laughs> it might be a little different. But I got children. It ain't happening. It's just a Why part not? of the. Hell no! I'm kind of parent. I am. That shouldn't even look right. It don't even sound right. You got your children. You can't even. You can't even still no more than your children. Well, you know, me and your mom. We have our girlfriend. She have a boyfriend. I have a girl. Nah. nah I'm good. It's too I'm much good. confusion. Too much yeah. confusion. Man. So you guys are you guys are adopting the uh, Western marriage? Uh, hey, cool with me? Damn, man, goddamn! I'm just yeah, trying to raise them children. Them children right. What about what about the, uh, what about the African arrangements? But ain't no her ain't no open man. They're polygamy in different tribes, and all tribes ain't like that. People I'm think all the Africans practice polygamy, but they don't. It's just on the <laughs> A lot of them all came away from it. So when polygamy on, on the platter, majority of men gobble it up. Listen, uh -huh. I ain't got no problem with them. I, 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 I know people who do it. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. They can do it, but it ain't for me. I mean, I just don't want to do it. talk about open marriage, which includes both parties taking part outside the marriage. And then I ain't trying to... Hey, Nookie, I ain't trying to take care of no other, no two women. Hell no. Hey, nah. I'm about to be ignorant for a minute. First of all, I ain't do my ancestry. Well, this is how you spread the wealth. So I can't say with my African heritage. You don't keep it... So you in a relationship. Would you partake in having an open relationship if we if we if we talk about it and we both agree? Yeah, but you can agree about if, if, if I don't agree on it, you ain't gonna do it. We're gonna be we're gonna split. Hey, D. Huh? Yeah. What you talking about, boy? What? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You. If I, if you, if you, if you let me tell you something. If I'm messing with two chicks. I ain't using shit. 
Hey, in that case, you I didn't know myself. In that case, your mom and stay single, just be friends, and you know, come together when y'all come together. You know. But you know, do you guys? But do you guys? But do you guys exactly. understand that marriage is just a, a contract between oh, I, two people, yeah, exactly. and, and and that husband and wife are the ones. Like, if, if anything was to happen to you, they have power of attorney over you. That's all it is. It's yeah, nothing romantic. It's nothing romantic about marriage. It's just a contract for the IRS tax status. Yeah. You know, yeah. tax breaks and stuff like that. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Oprah you know? over there. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I said, I, I, it, it just ain't my thing. Now, if I'm just dating you, and I can have, if I'm dating you, we, and I can just, you know, have who I have, I'm cool with that. But nah. What is not, the difference? This is this is what irritates me about men. What is right. the just dating you and having you? Like, what does that even mean? Because, because when I'm with you, we if we try to be together, we building. We try to build an empire together. If I'm just, if I'm just fucking you. I'm just fucking you. I ain't trying to have nothing with you. I ain't giving you nothing. We might go out <laughs> to eat. We might go out to eat. Okay, and that's it. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jess. Okay. On one hand, you got J and B. Other hand, you got Diddy and who? Question marks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a difference. Believe me. I don't know if I personally couldn't do it. I could. Either you gonna when I'm talking about building with you, we talking about money and stuff. And see that right there? I, I will. I only, only split my power they one have, time they have my partner besides my kids. And they have a lot of money in me. So I could understand why open marriage might work for them because their relationship has now transcended above just it's about me and you even mm -hmm. though it's about you but dude we got way too much invested in, well, in this case stuff. in the case, case dr dre was married for 25 years exactly he's right about to leave him so exactly but 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 but, but, but i put 20 years believe, in i'm not giving the word like y'all act like y'all believe in marriage lasts forever he don't have a prenup this is my thing. Right. I, if you spend 20 years what, with them, you might well stick it on now, man. But well, what, well, what about the oh. guys that do marry the women and then when they um when they when they get the divorce, the women walk away with half everything. No, no prenup. They thought the relationship was going to forever. Oh, if I got that kind of money, prenup. Hey, what's his name? If it gets to that point, just, I think it got to that point with Will and Jada that they say, you know what? We make way too much money together. And what? it's gonna cost us a lot of money to get the divorce. Let's hey, hey, no why need to join Nicky. What's that? What's that guy? That basketball player, matter of fact, uh the guy who uh George Floyd homeboy, uh, the basketball player, yeah. Steven Jackson. Jackson, yeah. You remember he 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 you know, heard earlier this year when he uh the girl he was with he's gonna marry, mm -hmm. but she didn't want to sign a prenup. He said, Look, I don't care how much I love you. If you don't sign that paper, you know they had the, everybody at the wedding. Like she, she waited till the last minute. She got her dress on. He talked about it. He had, he did Instagram like he had a million views on it, and he was smoking weed. Talking about, it. he said, "Look, man, I don't give a damn how much I love a woman. When you do my money." He said, "I told her sign that prenup, we good." He said, "I love her, but she just signed that prenup and called it off." And I mean, he, 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 he want to make sure that she she want to make sure that she loved him for him, exactly. Not for the money. And he like, damn that. Like, you yeah, know, it's not free not too. It gonna work out. Hey, you know what? We all right. We all, we all, we all, we all, we all Hey, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, 
and yeah. um, Paul McCartney. Exactly. Damn that. Jeff Bezos. See, Jeff Bezos. Is it ain't Jeff Bezos? The one on Amazon? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. when you got billions of dollars, I don't give a damn because I can't spend a billion dollars in a thousand years. He gave, look, he gave her half and he just, he damn near got all of it back. I, I think there should be, I think there should be stipulations with the prenup. I think even if a woman signs I, a prenup, I need she, a little bit. If she yeah. makes yeah. a 50 year mark, that prenup is null and void. If I'm worried, hey, D, Chris Rock said this a while back in one of his comments, but I don't know if y'all ever seen it. He's like, okay, think about it. When you got millions and you get divorced, yeah, you can afford to give half, you know what I mean? Because you could get it yeah. back. Now, if you only yeah. got a couple of thousand, a couple of hundred, you get a divorce, they ain't exactly. happy. This exactly. Gotta go. Somebody got to die. Exactly. I got 10,000. Exactly. I, 10, I can't afford to give you five. If I, got, if, I, if I got $10 billion, I, I give my wife $2 billion. Hell, yeah. I give her $2 billion, no problem. Oh, you, a, lot, a lot of men won't do that. <laughs> I would, because what I'm going to do with, you can't spend a billion, you can't blow... I mean, it takes a thousand years to build. You got like you okay. You got you got. But people are not thinking logical when they get a divorce. They they put their emotions all up in it. Yeah, correct. She want that goddamn money. She wanted that lifestyle. It's like um, Lionel Richie wanted something uh, wrong somebody's wife. The way, she the, had way like wife a, the way way first wife. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, so okay, yeah. move that because we coming to the end. Oh, what yeah. do you think about <laughs> the one with the seven children? Okay, went on live like, oh yes, I'm happy they gone. CPS came and got my kids. <laughs> yeah, I saw that crap. Man, forget her. That ain't even that. That's so that was so ghetto so, and so, so I mean, so I, 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 I seen it on Zoe Williams show, man. I couldn't believe like why would she even play like that? Like that, that seven, she seven kids later. Bruh. It took her seven kids to realize she took a seven kids, seven children. Exactly, exactly. And I don't feel sorry for no woman. Now, if you had all your kids, now I'm gonna get it twisted. Now I had I got two, my I got four kids, two by my ex-wife and two two by the I'm just saying a woman always gonna have to deal with all that. You know what I'm saying? If she had it by one man, that's cool if she were married. But if you have them by seven different dudes, I don't feel sorry for you because some girl, one girl told me she said, Well. You don't know her situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you should have got that thing taken it's care of. You can handle kids. Hey, I, let me tell you about. I, 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 I live her best life with eight kids, and she over here trying to get rid of all seven at one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. I don't, I, I don't have no love for no chick like that, man. She's straight gutter. Why does he even have to go on live? Like, cause I'm, she a good, cause she a gutter chick. She ain't got no respect for herself. Got, you got some black one, look, look, and that's why she ain't got no dude. <laughs> See, she got dudes fucking her. That's it. She ain't got no real man. A real man, first of all, man ain't gonna get no woman with some different damn baby daddies. I'm sorry, he's just gonna fuck her, and she's a knowledge sister too. I know that. I know that. Uh, um, no, let's let's get back to that. If, if a woman has seven kids, why y'all don't leave her alone? Huh? If a woman has seven kids, why y'all don't leave her alone? Because he know, because because most guys is gonna hit no, it. He ain't trying to be no, serious that's with. No, she got no. the additional kids. Oh no, we you know, I'm gonna be strapping up. No, I'm gonna say like this, Rose. I'm gonna say like this. I'm gonna say like this, Rose. Correct. You know, even if a person have like multiple kids, they don't make that person bad. They probably made some bad choices in men, exactly. but they don't mean that that person is bad. Eh, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. Hey, this, you, can, you never know what these dudes telling these people. Like you said, you don't these dudes got good talk game. They be telling females anything. Got, okay, 
we're going to play the numbers game, okay? If you got four kids and four different donors, that is a red flag, like alert, alert, alert. This person is- We ain't trying to have a relationship. We just, it's just going to be what it is. Yeah, yeah, I see where you come from. I'm talking about like if you got like say you got multiple kids, but one one or two like you got one partner, two partner, it's different. But if you got like seven different donations, mm. right? Seven different donations. That means she is fertile. You should not be entering that. Hey, you said how? Exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know those little seven kids. Oh, like, oh, I could be doing all them damn children. That translates something different to men when they hear that. Oh, she got seven. But you kids. know what? I'm gonna tell you this. This. Let me, hey, 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 Mickey, <laughs> I'll take. <you. laughs> Hey, you know, Rose, bro, I want, you know what? I'm asking you a question. No, I wouldn't mess with it. You know why? Because what I met in my life, how I look at, I think about the kids first. And I knowing that, say she got boys, uh, uh, when you got different men coming in your life and stuff, them boys see that, like, they already want a father figure, but that ain't around. You know what I'm saying? So you got to look at stuff like that, even the girls. You know what I'm saying? You got like, oh, I can't be around this woman. The kids might get attached to me. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you leave. You, eat all the, time. you can't eat up all the snacks and bring them juice boxes over there. Exactly. We are, that too. We are so quick to um, downgrade the woman for her bad choices, but we don't also, we don't pull the coattail of men. Like if, mm -hmm. this, woman, if this woman is, mm -hmm. if she was at her sixth child. Right. Okay? Now let's, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt with six responsible. Let's say she right. had four baby daddies with mm -hmm. six Somebody should have had in your in your mindset mm -hmm. not a woman that I want to pre-croate with. But you I know what? Daddy number five, and I don't want to make the seventh child with this woman. But we're always pulling the coattail of the woman, but we never pull the coattail of the man when it comes to him and the decisions that he make with a woman. Listen, yeah, and, and that, that 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 question to you, hey. D. Got I, that triggered when you said, "Oh, she got seven kids. I'm just gonna sex her and leave her." I'm gonna and sometimes it. it only takes one time. Yeah, I'm gonna say one this time, too. Like, just left her alone. A, a lot of guy, a lot of women like that. They 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 kind of get with the same dude. They kind of think like them. They don't. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're not gonna go for. for uh, we know a, a guy, pretty much a guy who well, got his stuff together. He's I'm, not gonna go to shit like that. But well, I'm, I'm, I'm cats in the streets, they will. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that out of them seven dudes. It's probably one or two of them had a a, a, a benefit of doubt. It's probably exactly. Just exactly. like that, but one or two probably you know in the early stages. I ain't gonna say later stages. One of them probably two. One or two of them probably were actually good brothers. You know what I mean? You yeah. never know. Exactly. I'll give it to. I'll give. I'll give it to you. This I say this nine times out of ten. The first two kids are from the first dude. Every mm. other first yeah. two is a different daddy, guaranteed. I'm yeah. willing to bet money. But she, she's a, she's a hot mess. You know what? She's a hot mess. And that's why a lot of people look at black women, not just black women, and black men a certain way. She knew that that won't go viral. And bad enough how they already stereotype us already. You know what I'm saying? That's why I didn't like about it. And Zoe Williams went off on that. So they like, man, that shit was not funny at all. You know, it's it's sad because we the, we the only cover to actually do it, especially like that woman that cut that cut her uh, her daughter's hair because our baby daddy got his girlfriend to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. like, come on, man! Like we the only people to actually do stuff like that. Like, Unstable creatures, savages. We we we, um, we say that word. I don't never like when we say that because we that would have the world depict us. It's savages, I want, and we gonna help. We brandish. I, 
I was I want to say this because I was thinking about it. Our, we always talking about community, community, community. Okay, you get in a relationship, have a child, it does not work. Okay, we automatically want to just create an environment where it's like none of us get along, where you don't realize you have the opportunity to create a, a, a community that's conducive that can help everybody out. So if if my ex husband he that he did get with a woman. I didn't have a problem when he had a girlfriend. I just made the stance. Listen, as long as you my children the way that I gave them to you, we're good. Mm-hmm. Man, they love her. And I feel like that's an extension of our community that can help me out. You know exactly. I mean? Exactly. And so we Everybody. all to this so thing. If, if my ex-husband, he, he did get with a I just potentially destroy something, not only for the kids, but support for yourself. Mm-hmm. So we grow up and get out of that. It we need to go back to the old school. It takes a whole community to family. Sometimes it's it not developed the way that we think it's developed. But you you know what I mean? Like I just want right. to put that. All right, moving on. Okay. Coming to an end, I want everybody to get their candles and their black owned business. People are like, oh my God, it didn't their own shout outs. We've moved it now to the end. So go ahead, starting with um, ranting rope handles. Where can we find because my phone about to die. Ah. Um, I would like to give my shout out to Neva and Jude Enterprises um, and Realty down in um, Hollywood. If you're looking to purchase a home, definitely check them out. You want to get your taxes done, you want to get um, um, insurance, anything, anything financial, you can definitely hit them up. They're based out in Hollydale Boulevard in Hollywood, Florida. Awesome. Nookie T, it's your turn. Uh, your hand your back. You can catch me on Facebook, Earl Thomas. Um, switch my new IG page, so I'll get y'all with my new IG fan page coming soon. Um, also, I like to my black business. If you're in Atlanta area, you're looking for some good plant-based food. I mean, I haven't ate there yet, but I see the reviews is like really out the roof. Even if she got her own wrap snacks, check out Slutty Vegan. Like I'm, I'm trying to get. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Her area, make sure you hit her up. You know the food truck with her uh, business, or you even buy the little chips and stuff. But I heard, I heard, hers on point. So check it out. All right, awesome. And what's your handle? Where can find you? And real quick, your black owned business shout out. Oh me? Okay, I'm trying to see what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do the vegan insurance lady. I'm gonna do another one with the vegan insurance lady. Check her out on IG and Facebook. She do um, plant-based foods, and her if you're in the ATL, her number is 404-594-3914, and she, she got all kind of stuff that's vegan, and um, check out Let Her Know D-May sent you, and you can check me out on Mind Games Uncut podcast on YouTube, and Mind Games Uncut radio, check me out on um, IG, The Real D-Maze on Instagram. All right, awesome. And then um, my Black-owned business for tonight is actually overseas, believe it or not. Um, I don't know if mixed with Jamaican and Bahamas. So I am going to be shouting out Outrigger's Native Restaurant in Freeport, Grand Bahamas. Hey, family. Um, If you ever catch a one-day cruise over there, taxi, go to um, Smith's Point and you can join the bonfire they cook everything um right there on the grill for you they got the conch they got the 
fish. They got the peas and rice. I'm already hungry. Damn. <laughs> All right, you know what I'm saying, right? So, well, I'm authentic <laughs> dish. Outriggers Native Restaurant in Smith's Point, Grand Bahama, Freeport, Grand Bahama. That is your place to go. Tell them, let you know. Shana sent you. And um, yeah, that's my shout out. Did you like this count? I want to shout out to that, that dope ass hair rag you got and the Lion King backdrop. Simba <laughs> got King oh, now. So I guess you're, you, oh, you, you on your not you on you on your Nyla, Nyla oh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, with that being said, I wanted to thank everybody for joining me tonight, my illustrious host. I really thank you guys for sticking with me. Um. And um, all of our fans, our family, everybody who likes, loves, and shares, and follows, and comments, really appreciate it. Make sure you go to our fan page if you haven't already, liked it, follow it, and also um, subscribe to get um, alerts for whenever we live and post. Um, with that being said, um, I'm going to be doing a quote by my favorite writer already, Baldwin. Um, I imagine one of the reasons people cling to their hearts is to is ugh, sorry to their hate. My bad, it just clicked off. Okay, here we go. hold on. My bad, one second, because I really want to get this right. Try it again. Yeah, try it again. My bad. Okay, here we go. I imagine one of the reasons people cling to their hate so stubbornly is because they sense once hate is gone, they will be forced to deal with pain. So with that being said, we talked a lot about feelings and things like that. Don't be afraid to feel your pain, acknowledge it and be able to move forward. With that being said, I thank you for joining us. I appreciate everything. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>